Welcome back. Thank you for listening. This is Let It Be Us, a foster care and adoption podcast, and I'm really glad you're here. My name is Ross Cochran, and I've had the privilege of hosting this season of the podcast. And it has been so great to hear about how so many of you have checked out the podcast, shared it with those in your community, and gotten more involved with Let It Be Us because of conversations that you first heard here. That's exactly why we started this thing. And if you're someone who's listening to this for the first time, while I obviously hope you check out all of our episodes of this podcast, more importantly, make sure you get plugged in to Let It Be Us today. But this episode is, frankly, the episode that all of you asked for before we started. Vanessa Bai serves as the Director of Foster Care Licensing and Placement Support. And she was actually part of episode two of this podcast, so you can learn more about Vanessa, her story, and her work there. But today is all about what to expect when you're expecting to foster. We're going to walk through the licensing process. We're going to walk through everything from what happens when you listen to this podcast to what happens when there's a kid on your doorstep. So let's get into it. Thank you for listening. Um, we have a link on our website. If you go to our website, uh, letitbs.org. There's literally a giant thing at the top that says become a foster parent. Mm-hmm. You're going to give us your information, uh, contact info, and kind of what you're thinking about. And then we're going to reach out directly to you and say, hey, what's up? Where are you at? You got questions? You want to talk to us? Um, we can get you connected to an agency. Um, that can be kind of tricky is, is figuring out kind of where to go. Yeah. Um, to be clear, we do not license at yep. Let It Be Us. We are the bridge between you and finding that agency or that DCFS office. Yeah. So you reach out to us. Let us know who you are, how to reach you, what you're looking for, and then we're gonna we're gonna take it from there. We're gonna answer your questions, set up some time to chat, and hopefully get you connected to start the process of of licensing. So you go into the process of licensing. I've uh-huh. talked to you. I'm like, yep, let's go. You connect to me with an agency that yeah. is close by that I trust that returns that is able to return my call or yes. your call, <laughs> uh, and we start the licensing process. Uh-huh. Help people understand what is part of that initial licensing process and how yeah. long that takes and why. So the initial, the very first thing that's going to happen is they're they're probably going to ask you some questions. The agency, the number one thing that I would say you have to think about is the space in your home, and so you have to have at least one bedroom in your home, regardless of how many people are there, that is not being occupied by anyone. Mm. That is the basic kind of starting point. Um, So they're probably going to ask you that question about the bedroom space, and then they're going to send out some forms. It's a packet that's just a couple forms about you, you know, your demographics, who's in your home, Mm. what your objectives are, you know, your hopes for fostering. And you still have to fill those out. There is a background check that you have to submit to, as well as everyone in your home that is over the age of 17. Mm-hmm. Everyone, um, I'm sorry, over the age of 13. Everyone in your home that is 17 or older needs to be fingerprinted as well. And they'll give you the instructions on that. Right. And then there's medical forms. So everyone needs to take a family trip to the doctor and have their physicals done. And the mm-hmm. forms will be provided and all of that stuff has to be done and sent back together yep. in a cohesive packet. The agency then is going to come out to your home 
to see uh, make sure you have that bedroom space that I mentioned and they're gonna they're gonna do a full walkthrough this this part makes people really really anxious um, I promise you you don't have to clean every crevice every corner of your house um, the baseboards in my house have never been cleaner <laughs> before in my home and, um, and I'm telling you I've never gone in when I license homes and said let me check out these baseboards <laughs> um, we huh? we're looking to make sure that the home is safe and appropriate and that's a tricky thing too because it's like you know, 10 people are going to give you a different diff, 10 different definitions of what safe means, but right. running water, heat, you know, uh, windows that aren't broken, food in the house, um, making sure that your house is not, you know, a possible candidate for TLC show hoarders. Nice. Um, nice. Nice. <laughs> so no, you know, can you get out the doors of the home if there's a fire? You know, there's not, it's not cluttered. It's not a place that just think about a two year old running around in the room. Are they going to be safe? Mm-hmm. Um, so they're coming out to check those things. They are coming out to meet the family. I always say they want to meet your pets too. So let your pets run around and hang out. Um, they will go through your whole home, including like basement, attic space, that kind of thing, backyard. Um, so they're they're really just coming out to make sure the home's appropriate. And they're gonna they're gonna say yes. If they say no, there's no reason to get too anxious. There's always time to kind of repair and and. Um, do the things necessary to make sure that your home is up to the standard of licensing. Yeah. They'll give you those instructions. For Just for context for people, sure. you know, like the things that I think are probably most common are things like uh, folks have a pool or folks yes. have an open body. Water water, is right? a big thing. Yeah. There's a there and we don't necessarily have to dive into this for the purpose of the podcast. Right. But there there are very fixable things yes. that you as someone who has a pool may never have gone Oh, I should do this that they will ask you to do yes. that you're able to do. Yes. Um, I use these two examples all the time in our webinars, but I had this family great house, but they had this very cool, I, I will say, sword collection on their wall in their living Hilarious. room. And I said, that has to come down. Um, so they did have <laughs> to get those down and put those away. Um, and then just things too, like I, I was at this house once and the kitchen floor was not in great shape. A little kid running through there on their bare feet that could be injured. So I said, that's got to be repaired. They sure. repaired it a couple weeks and it was, we licensed them and it was fine. Right. Um, so I always say that that person's coming out to guide you, not judge you. Um, they, they want you to be successful. They're there to make sure your home is, is, is up to standard. Um, so, so think of them as someone there, like I said, to guide you, not, um, judge and look at your baseboards. I promise no one's going to look at those. (laughs) (laughs) So we go through the licensing process. Uh I think it's important for people to understand, you know, I'm sure you get this question a lot. How long does the licensing process take? All the time. And I I always say there's no definitive time limit on anything in child welfare. (laughs) I would say it's not going to take any less than three months. Mm -hmm. I would say three, four, up to maybe six months. It's tricky because it depends on different things. So you'll be, your licensing worker will refer you for training through DCFS. That piece takes some time and you get to choose kind of how you want that done. So it depends on that. Mm -hmm. And then the background checks. Uh, I make this joke too in our webinars that I think there's one person that does these in the state of Illinois because sometimes <laughs> um, they take a while to come back sure. um, sometimes, but sometimes they come back in like two weeks. So I've never yeah. been able to fully figure out what's going on with that, but that can take some time. And if you um, are that one person listening, please call Vanessa back so she yes. can figure out why. <laughs> um, so that that's a time limit. And then just different things if they come up, like if you, you know, you do have to get a fence around your pool or repair mm. something. Um, those type of things. And then it also just depends on your agency and your licensing worker. Yeah. Um, 
if they're licensing five homes at one time, it might take a little bit longer than doing two at one time. Right. And it depends on their schedule too. But I'd say three to four months is pretty standard. And I want, I want people to hear that for a couple of reasons. One, if you are someone who is listening to this podcast and you're like, man, I want to do this. Mm-hmm. Start the process now. Yes. You don't need to wait about it. If you, you know, that's why I love the work that let BS does so much is because if I was coming into let BS right now and I know interaction and I live in my very full town home that I was sure was going to be able to last my family much longer than it has. <laughs> I go, Oh man, I might need a little bit of time. And I then realize, Oh, let it be us can help me navigate that process. Yeah. And yeah. let it be us is going to follow up with me and keep me connected uh, to this community so that when I'm ready, I can lean in. Uh, so you don't need to wait because the process itself is going to uh, walk you through training and equipping and you can build that community during the time mm-hmm. and really quickly, the same way that, you know, a uh, pregnancy will allow a time of preparing a household. Mm-hmm. That is what this time can be, including for your community, including for people who are connected to you uh, and becoming excited about what you're doing. So you get your license. Yeah. You're going through this process and now you get a call from a caseworker. Mm hmm. Do I have to say yes to every call that I get? Absolutely. 100%. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, 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 no. Of course not. Um, So something that you will do is important to note during your licensing process. I think it's the very last question on the home study that you'll do. What is your interest? What ages do you want? What genders? Siblings? Um, And I think most agencies have a long checklist and they're going to ask you very specific things about kids that things that could come up, different challenges, different trauma histories. Um, And ours at the agency I worked with was like, yes, no, maybe. Yes, I'll take this child. Maybe. No, I will not. So that your agency will have that and they will track kind of what you've said through that. But they will also call and say, hey, have this situation. This is what's going on. Are you able, interested to take this child? You absolutely never have to say yes. Um, you, you know, a lot of the times what I'll, you know, I'll talk to one spouse. If it's a two person household, I got to go talk to this person first and decide, um, or, you know, with my family and, mm-hmm. and talk about it, especially that first one. I think that first call is, is <laughs> incredible for everyone that, you know, has done this. Um, but yeah, you know, we've had people sometimes say like, I, I can't right now. I'm literally going out of town tomorrow, that right. type of thing. Um, so no, there's, there's no expectation and they're not going to show up on your door with two kids and, and expect them to, to stay there. So you do have, to, you have rights as a foster parent and you get yeah. to choose. And I hope that people hear the reason to say no in a moment is so you can say yes later. Yes. Yes. So you can say no because you're going out of town. Yeah. You can say no, like we did, uh, because it was a really challenging season for my wife and I that we were navigating. Yeah. And we said yes on the other side of that season. Yeah. So getting connected now is uh, so critical because it allows you to begin to make a difference as soon as possible. Yeah. Last thing I want to ask you yeah. is folks who've been listening to us talk for a long time, um, they might be feeling like, all right, I'm ready to charge the hill. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready to go and I want to and I want to lean into this community. But there are also folks who are listening who, despite everything that Let It Be Us does that I'm trying to do, might still have fears and questions. Yeah. What is uh, 
the first thing you as someone who is a professional in this space would hope that people do um, when it when they are entering this child the world of child welfare? I think if you if you're someone that's still on the fence, I think the number one thing is building a community. Come to us. Come to Let It Be Us. I, I will literally call you personally <laughs> and talk to you. Um, myself and I have two other um, incredible women that they are actually both foster parents. Um, one of them is a foster care alum. She went through the foster care system as a youth herself. Mm. Um, incredible women that are, are both taking, uh, one of them has taken a sibling set of four and one of them does just teens. Just five teens in her house right now. Um, we are here for you. Let us know. And I always say there's no such thing as a silly question. Uh, We will hear your anxieties. We'll hear your stress. And um, if you're like me, as soon as you you get off of here, that's where all the questions will come up. And we truly can have one-on-one conversations. That's what the coaching program specifically is. It's virtual. It's completely free. Some people want to Zoom and see me. And sometimes they want to talk on the phone. I Google Meet, Zoom, FaceTime, <laughs> all of the apps. I always say if I, I download one more video app, my phone's just going to explode. But whatever you need, we're, we're going to make it work for you. We're here to answer your questions. And we have a diverse, you know, um, group of people. You know, I've done this work professionally. I have the other two women that um, are the foster parents. They're mm-hmm. taking the kids in. And the one, like I said, is a, is a foster care alum herself. So we do have a very wide variety of people with different experiences. So even if I can't answer your question, someone else probably can. So let us know. We're, we're here and we're easy to reach. Let It Be Us, a foster care and adoption podcast is made possible by the amazing team of experts at Let It Be Us. And this podcast is dedicated to the entire foster care community of parents, professionals, and donors who are doing everything they can to help kids in foster care across Illinois. This podcast is produced and hosted by me, Ross Cochran. Thank you for being one of us. And thank you for listening. We'll talk again soon.